We are the gardeners of heaven and earth, and we strive to make your world beautiful. Seek us when you are in nature. Seek us when you are attuned. Welcome to Let Spirit Speak, and I am your host, Alan Holmes, and I'm here to help you discover the power of spirit and healing. And through this podcast, we will explore different topics related to spirituality and connecting with the world around us. We may also cover topics such as spiritual experiences, premonitions, connections with the spirit world, and other metaphysical topics and experiences. And if you'd like to stay connected and helping by subscribing and leaving a review to help others find us, follow us on Facebook to Alan John Holmes Spirit Lights Healing Center. Center is spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. It's the Canadian slash French version. And visiting our website, alanjohnholmes.com for more events and information. Thanks for listening. And now let's continue with Let Spirit Speak. So I was musing the other day, looking out the window at nature, because we're in spring, of course, almost summer now, and everything's in full leaf here in Vancouver, and it's just stellar when we have sunny days. I mean, it's, it's no wonder people want to move to this part of the world with the mountains and the water, although you, you might want to check your bank account before you move into Vancouver. However, it reminded me of an experience I had with nature spirit when I was much younger and what was said to me by the nature spirit about what they actually do. And this occurred when I was in meditation with a group of people and we were sitting for a a, a particular medium and it was a circle. And any of you who know anything of those sorts of activities and evenings, you know, it's a they're, they're pretty sacred sometimes. It can be just incredibly highly spiritual and, and highly, I would say, evolved. And I had been doing in that time frame a fair amount of prayer and meditation on my own and making my own links, etc., in very deep, powerful ways. But on this particular night, as we were going into meditation, as I looked around the room, there was this beautiful ball of light, very intense purplish blue that literally floated around the group uh, along the wall, Uh, lasted about 15 seconds, which for anyone who's ever had these experiences, you know that that's a very long time. And so I thought, wow, we really have something here tonight. We'll see what happens. And I thought the the main medium would be going into a deep trance state that night. I was very young. I was 20, I think, maybe 21. And as, as we went into meditation, I fell very quickly deep into a deep state. It didn't take me long at all. And suddenly, standing beside me in such a clear vision was this nature spirit and i'll describe the nature spirit in a moment but what they said to me what he said to me actually was 
We are the gardeners of heaven and earth, and we strive to make your world beautiful. Seek us when you are in nature. Seek us when you are attuned. Those words have never left my mind. That phrase is exactly the way he said it to me all those years ago. Don't ask me how I remember it in exact detail and the exact words, the exact phrase. It has never left me. And this particular nature spirit, because there are different types, by the way, this one was male and he was about four and a half feet tall. He was not the, I'm sorry for all of you who have your garden gnomes, I'm going to say odious looking garden gnome. <laughs> and no, not like the one from Amelie that traveled the world and returned many times. Not at all. Less caricatures, you know, what we see in gardens where people like to fill their gardens with gnomes and, and not flowers, but that's another discussion for another day. And the feeling that came over me, because, you know, we receive the words, we have the vision, but it's like dream state that I've always talked about. When you've had a premonition in dream state, it's not so much what you see, it's the feeling that you wake up with from the dream, that impression that is actually telling you the truth and the worth and the depth of the dream, the reality. I will say this, and hopefully I don't go off on a tangent, but feeling is the language of God. But I'm not saying that in how we think of feeling, because we, when I say that to people, they immediately, many immediately, begin to believe that their personal feelings are the voice of God. And that's not it at all. It has nothing to do with our personal feelings. This has to do with the intuitive voice, the spirit voice. Your intuition is, without a doubt, your highest form of intelligence. It's not necessarily the intelligence of, of the world and of math and science, although they can be connected. There's no doubt they can be connected. Absolutely. But that intuitive voice that just says, this is right. And there's no emotion that comes with it. Not at first. It's just, it's an absolute true knowing. You follow it. It works out. Everything's great. Well, in this case, when I came out of the, the meditation, and in a way, almost, I, when I look back now, it was kind of a semi-trance state. Very deep altered state for sure. And the feeling was so strong with me about the love for nature. And I'm not going to sit here and give a speech about you know, the environmental movement and all those all of those topics. And some people, when I when I have shared this story before with them, you know, they again because of the world we're in and the the focus on certain topics now, the environmental movement is you know right the first thing in their mind, and that's not at all with me uh, concerning this experience. This was about the pure love and the nature spirit's purpose is to create a beautiful world. And I don't believe that means 
perfect gardens and perfect grass and no dandelions because I've had that sort of interpreted as well about that experience. I've always find that quite funny. But just the pure love for the natural world as it is. We talk about the many layers of heaven and different levels of heaven, the many mansions of, of the divine. And the nature world, the nature spirits are of one level. They have a purpose. I'm sure they are able to, through consciousness, you know, move through different levels in the spirit realm. Of course they can. But their main purpose is to work, to balance, to work through with the natural world, the nature, what, what is our, our natural world. And I think any of us that are working in nature, and of course, anybody who's a, a loving gardener, like I have been all my life, and it, uh, I mean, I came out of the womb, I think, hugging trees. And I, this was, you know, long before the environmental movement and the and the phrase tree hugger was uh, <laughs> developed for all of us West Coasters. You know, because Vancouver does have that reputation. My love, my natural love for the natural world, for animals, for the simplicity of the colors, the greens, the overwhelming feeling that God is present in the natural world, you know, touching us deeply, feeling all that there is given to us through nature, the, the God power that comes through nature, the healing that can come through nature. And of course, that makes me think of herbs and essential oils and, and all the natural chemicals and the chemicals that have been taken from nature and reorganized, shall we say, by through science and used, some in a more natural state and some not. But the benefits and all that's been given to us by that God intelligence, the God power that exists in nature for us, they, the nature spirits, or that experience for me really harkened back to a phrase, I believe that's in the Bible about the everything that's been given by God can be found through nature, all that we need for our health, for our well-being. And of course, we have to be wise, you know, and intelligent because there are places, many places in the world and many animals and creatures in the world that will, you know, do you in god knows that there's enough venomous spiders and snakes in, in australia for to prove that out but it's the simple fact in this message that all beings in the natural world have a place have a right to be here a right to exist and of course us as human beings as these spiritual beings we are we need to fully understand that and we need to fully embrace our responsibility with that. I do not believe that that means that we're here to save every creature. And I know some people would take issue with that. I think we have to try, we have to do our best, but it's not, it's not possible. And we just have to look at history to, to understand that, you know, Many groups of people around the world, you know, we want to say historic times, etc. 
you know, have always hunted animals. Animal consumption was, you know, is a part of, of reality. And yes, there were better ways of doing it. And yes, it's not always done humanely. And I completely, you know, agree with that. That's, that, that's an, those are other issues, you know, that are more of, of the political. But behind that, even, there is the idea of being the good stewards of working with nature as much as possible, not against it, which then means that as nature produces waste and then reabsorbs that waste and uses it again as, as a type of food or fertilizer, so we must follow those rules. And that's common sense or should be, and we should do that as much as possible. Our intelligence does allow us to work with the natural world, even with our understandings of, of how to manipulate it. And I believe there are ways that we can do that doesn't work against the natural flow of the natural world. We might even be able to enhance some of it in some ways, carefully and with prudence and with testing, making sure that, you know, it, it is doing what it should do and work with the world as it is. But the nature spirit, that message, we are the gardeners of heaven and earth, and we strive to make your world beautiful. Touches me so deeply about how we are supported when we work ourselves in nature in a way to be stewards of it to help, to enhance. And if we can, in a very simple and small way, maybe keep those words. And for any of you who've ever had a vision of a nature spirit or were thinking, gee, you know, I've read about them. I've never seen one. Well, here you go. Hold that in your heart. In my best memory that I have of that vision of that nature spirit, and it was a hymn, he was in a, a beautiful, what I would call emerald green coat that seemed to be quite full length. And no, no pointy hat and no pointy little shoes and no silly little beard, sorry. But just beautiful. And I would say almost glowing in his, his, his energy, his essence. And so simple and real. And I think that's also part of the message is the simplicity. We don't need to be complicated when we're working with nature. We need to work with it is, is the phrase. So I hope maybe in some way there's a little inspiration for you through that experience. It was and is beautiful. It stays in my heart. And it was interesting how a couple of days ago I was just looking out the window and it, it, that, that experience came rushing back and, and it touches me right now as I sit here and I talk about the moment when it flooded through me again. And I thought, boy, how lucky was I to have that and to be able to walk with that all my life. So I hope you can walk with it a bit. 
if you're a skeptic, then do this, you know, as he said, seek us when you are in nature, seek us when you are attuned. And I would suggest to you when he used the words seek, just put the thought out there. I'd like to see a nature spirit. Can you prove something to me about your existence? And then wait and see. Just wait and see. And then don't go really searching for it. It was the word seek. And I think seek and search are slightly different. Just a little bit. There's Search to me is a, is a little more directive. Seek seems to have a more open ending in terms of opening the mind. There's, there's more of a, a, a shall we say, a, a panoramic view as opposed to uh, isolated view. And where sometimes I think search has that vibration, shall we say. It's the only way I can describe it for myself. So thank you for listening. God bless. Until next time, be well. I hope that you will tune in next time and we can talk and hopefully discuss and you can hear more about how we can open ourselves up to spirit and the many, many different ways that that is possible. Please don't forget to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast and please leave a review if you'd like so others can more easily find us and get in touch with us. And you can also follow me on Alan John Holmes. Spirit Lights Healing Center on Facebook and on my webpage, alanjohnholmes.com for any upcoming events. So thank you for listening. God bless. Until next time, be well.